If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Jill. I'm here with Colleen. We are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore, and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. Colleen, have you ever walked into a situation where you were underprepared and it was in in front of a lot of people. Oh yeah. Oh please, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> How's it feel? You know, talk me through how that feeling is. Can I can I tell For you example. can I tell you my yeah. example? Okay, so um when my first year as principal, I was an elementary school principal, um, my very first year, and um I did not know that my pastor was, um, he was sick. And so he just couldn't, some days he just couldn't get up and get out of bed. So, um, we would go to the, uh, go to the church, the whole school, go to the, show up in the church, ready for mass, all school mass. And, um, and my pastor would, would not come and he would send his, uh, his, his parish person over to tell me, Oh, father said he can't come and say mass today, but he wants you to do a whole school prayer service. Oh my. I did a whole school prayer service on the fly, no preparation, no idea. I didn't even know what the readings were for the day, Jill. And then I got in the habit of it because, um, I never knew when he was going to show up for mass or when he wasn't. And so some, I would, I would give prayer services for the whole school on the fly frequently. How about that? Wow. That is funny. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to talk about the process you go through in those moments <laughs> and, and how cool this is for kids when we do it correctly. So, um, really giving a real audience to something that normally doesn't because school's kind of a game. Like if you try to explain school to someone from a different planet, it's kind of weird. You do all this pretend work for pretend things. And then you get this piece, piece of paper at the end that gives you a grade on these things. But out in the world, huh. there's uh-huh. like actual things you have to do that has consequence <laughs> that has nothing to do with the grade you're going to get on the assignment. So, So I was in this moment, um, this is way back in the fall in the fall. I was, um, we were welcoming 
are visiting students from Italy. Grand Rapids has a sister city in Perugia, Italy, and uh, we exchange students. And so when the students came on their first day, we did this big, fun assembly ceremony and we decided like the mayor's there, priests are there, the school wow, board's there, cool. all these people are there. <laughs> and we decide like two to three days before it that we're going to ask our, our band to learn and perform the Italian national anthem <laughs> because okay no problem yep. <laughs> but here's the thing like it's a real audience in front of a lot of important people and all these visitors that you want to impress yeah and so the kids did an yep. awesome job now i have no idea what the anthem is supposed to sound like you know so so keep in keep in mind <laughs> that i don't really know but in the moment i was so proud of our kids and the band director was like hey when you learn, like this was wow. such a real experience and such an honor because they cared about it. You don't want to do it wrong. You you want to do it well. Yeah. And there was no reason for them to be, because sometimes you give kids assignments and they're like, well, I don't even care anyway. It doesn't matter if it looks bad or sounds bad doesn't or whatever. Matter. But this actually yes. mattered to them, not because I forced them to, you know, to have it matter. So what it reminded me of, though, was... Uh, when I was teaching English for that decade, so many times I was trying to find a real audience for the students writing because then it wasn't so dependent on their relationship with me. They turned in everything to me. So if they already didn't like me, they're not going to try hard because mm -hmm. I am their only audience. So what difference does mm -hmm. it make if it's yeah. this good or that good? Or like, it doesn't really matter if you're only trying to impress that one teacher that you don't like. So anytime we could give a wider audience to their writing, I would take it. I would try to find stuff because then their writing looked, it just felt different. The tone was different. They cared a little more, even just, yeah, even if it was for the whole class or for a different part of the school or something published publicly in writing, it was really good. But seeing the band do that brought me all the way back to that because I thought, oh, my goodness, real audience matters. Because oh, otherwise, yes, if does. you're like, oh, somewhere in the semester, we're going to learn another country's national anthem. They'd be like, OK, cool. But if you, if you say like for some Italians who are coming here in front of the mayor <laughs> is much, much different. So I don't know. I don't know if you can think of other scenarios where like a real audience um shows up in the kit that they just all act differently. And I'm sure everyone listening has examples of this too. Boy, I'm trying to think of examples when something just happened on the fly and the kids just like, like switch into that mode. And I, I can't, I can't pull anything out of my head. You know, as soon as we stop talking, I, well, I, will, I you know, just, but. well, just as we are, I was trying to think of other subject areas where this would happen, but for science and social studies, this is about bringing in a guest uh -huh. for the presentation day, like a panel of, sure, of, course. of local mm -hmm. representatives. If you're talking about, I don't know, zoning or city development or something like whatever you have, the kids yeah. like pretend project B, giving them a real audience of people in those fields means that you're actually presenting an idea about city development to the city commissioners or whatever it would be, you know. So if you bring in some scientists, you bring in whatever my, um, again, my son, I've been talking about him a lot lately in these episodes, but he, um, he's doing an after school cohort with a local research institution that does fourth grade programming. But the end of their semester of this after school cohort is bringing in the city's zoo 
officials because they're going to, the kids are going to propose new habitat structures for certain mammals. And then the zoo, you know, the people from the zoo are going to listen to their final presentations. So even though it's an after school cohort, just seeing that, that relationship between the research institute and the local zoo, these kids get to see that all these people working in the sciences work together and they get a real audience for their final presentation. It's a lot of work though. It's hard as a teacher to say, Oh gosh, like in top of grading, I have to bring in a visitor and then you have to do all the things, Mm. but it makes a really big impact on the student's work. I don't know. There was a, um, you know, there was a, a science fair. I'm trying to think, I don't know where I was. I, you know, it's been a lot of schools, a lot of years, but there was a science fair at one of the schools I was at where there were local, um, science professors. Mm -hmm. There were people who worked in the local sciences, like they were all scientists and they were the judges. And it was this group of people who, it was like every year there was, it was only hard in the beginning to kind of create this cohort of scientists who would come in and be the authentic audience. And that's what we're talking about here is this authentic audience of people who care about what you're talking about, who know what you're talking about. So you can't fool them. You can't just put on a dog and pony show. You got to know what you're doing. And that's, you know, I was thinking about this. I was talking to a teacher the other day and I was thinking about, she's like, how do I get my math class to engage with these concepts? And she's like, you know, they're not, these are not college bound kids. They're not like, I, I don't know how to motivate them. And I said, you have to give them a project where their audience is outside of your Mm -hmm. classroom. They're, they're designing um, a geometric pattern to paint a wall and then they have to paint it. Like they have to design it. They have to apply form formulas, Mm -hmm. you know, that you're going to give them. They create a design and then they're going to paint it. And their audience is your whole school community. Like just thinking about something where there's an authentic experience and then there's a real audience to affirm what you're doing. And you, it's and you all have a school structure. So it could be as simple as like I had one of our classes pitched to me, the president, something like they wanted new carpet and how much, how, how much square footage is in the school that uh, whatever, like it was kind of simple, but they had yeah. to bring it over mm-hmm. to me. Um, yep. I loved when I was assistant superintendent, I loved being invited to elementary school science fairs as a guest judge or a guest mm-hmm. like feedback person. And so that's cool. And even like if you can get one professor involved, their whole class could get involved for credit. So we think they're still kids when they're the undergrad first year science students. But when they can all walk into a middle school science fair or a middle school model debate or whatever it is like it yeah. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. so real audience will make an impact it's worth every effort to get it to get it pulled together so that's the message oh, so doesn't fun. have to be so the cool. Italian national it. anthem but I felt like that was my that's moment example, of like though. my goodness that is the real deal so can I can I tell you about an example because sure. you started with a school band so can I close with a school band before I, I go thought to for class? sure you were going to so, talk about like a performance <laughs> that you didn't prepare the piece and I was going to go oh spot on oh, Italian oh yeah. yeah 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 oh no I was an over preparer as a musician mm. please but I was doing um one year I I did a um I did a recital for my school so I did like a like real actual professional flute recital for my school and the band director like kind of last minute ish you know he was like you know what I have an idea can we throw this piece in and the band can accompany you and you can like be the soloist and do this and we like threw it together one rehearsal and like my school band was like like 
brand new at the time. They were in their first or second year of existence. And the band director was like, this is great exposure for them. And let's do it. And it'll give them an opportunity. I think it was the first time they played in front of the school. And it was at my whole school recital. Like those kids, wow. they, yeah, they killed it. What a great example for them. And it gave them the opportunity. Yeah, you're going to accompany the principal at her recital. How fun is that? So there, there, there's a, another good example. We start with music, we end with music. It's all about music. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. Well, thanks for the energy boost. We love exploring your ideas and affirming your efforts. Keep the suggestions coming in and tune into our next episode as we talk about more great ideas from fellow teachers. We will see you next time. 